Hi. Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, learn about the Manitoba Deaf Open Curling Bond Spiel happening next weekend in Morris as well. The Power Parlay, Philly and Joe. We've had some pretty bad luck. Well, they've had pretty bad luck. My picks have been good, but theirs have been bad. Are we going to do better this time around? Plus, my rink journey is nearing its end. I don't even know how many rinks are, are left because some of them don't actually have rinks. Anyway, just, just listen to the podcast. The first annual Manitoba Deaf Open Bond Spiel. Gets underway a week from tonight in Morris. We've had Lauren and Chris Hamblin on the show before. We'll have them on right now. Lauren, Chris, good evening and welcome back to the CGB Sports Show. Thank you. It's nice to be back. And good evening. Likewise, it's it's good to talk to all your listeners on a great Friday evening. So, Lauren, how long has it been in the works to hold this first annual Manitoba Deaf Open Bond Spiel? Well, we've had a lot of exciting uh, years that we've spent with the deaf community. And uh, when we had our, our press conference on December 10th to announce the Cargill Training Center as the official training center for the Canadian Deaf Curling Program for the next four years, um, we at the club have put together just some ideas to, to help bring exposure to this event, to, to the community, and, and to have some fun and introduce them to curling. So we probably... Probably got started a little late. We've only been doing it for a month, but we, through the emails, social media, and certainly from help of people like you, uh, we're spreading the words, and we're looking forward to a great event next weekend. Chris, how has the, I guess, feedback been? How many people do you know are coming to this? Uh, we're still waiting to uh, tabulate final numbers. It's uh, It's been a little slow coming in, but uh, we have a few teams and we've got a few individuals that are interested in coming to, uh, we're having some clinics at the same time, and so we've got some individuals that have expressed interest to participate in that. So uh, we're uh, we're excited to, uh, to sort of get the uh, deaf community introduced to uh, the curling facility and to what uh, what we can offer them. So are, are you trying, Lauren, to get people out uh, from the deaf community that maybe haven't tried curling before? Absolutely. And, and, and the message to all listeners is anybody that's connected or has anybody uh, know somebody who's hard of hearing and their friends, it's an invitation to come out and try a lifetime sport. Uh, we start on Friday night with a one-hour clinic, and then we put them on ice for a game. And then Saturday morning, we put them on ice for two more hours of learn to curl. You don't need to have a curling broom. You don't need to have sliders. Just bring a pair of clean shoes, and uh, it's a sport you can try. And if, you're, if your friends or know of anybody, bring them out. Uh, uh, we'd like to see a, a hard of hearing or a person from the deaf, one deaf person on each team but it's just about getting together with a group of friends for a great great two days chris what kind of established community is there already uh for deaf curlers in this province uh they have a pretty active uh group i don't i don't know the exact numbers but um they have um they have their own organization the deaf uh, manitoba deaf curling association <clears throat> and uh so they do have a, a group that are um active curlers and uh, so we're hoping that we can just expand that and uh, get some more people in and, and show them, you know, that it's not that hard to learn, that we can help them get the basics, and then they can start participating in bond spills and, and just enjoy the sport. And I had the two of you on before to talk about the kind of facilities you have at Cargill Tr- Curling Training Center for those with hard of hearing. Lauren, if you don't mind, maybe for those who haven't heard it before, what kind of special equipment do you have at the training center? 
Well, uh, we have two sides kind of to the training center, and the special equipment for this purpose is the uh, 25000 worth of electronics, a big screen TV. So it, it's a, a wonderful way to teach with video cameras, with iPads, with, with lasers. Uh, people can try a slide, and they can see themselves, and then we say, okay, move that foot over an inch. It's, it's just so much more fun than demoing, and uh, we, we have the equipment, and it's, it's a great way to learn. And, and one of the things, our, our long-term goal is, is we're using interpreters, but we know in today's technology world with, with apps and everything else, we're open to have big, eventually big screen TVs out there where we can talk into an app, and the, the sign language pops up immediately on the TVs, and it's, it's just when we first got emerged in the deaf community four years ago, it just opened our eyes so much that uh, the difference and, and some of the difficulties they experience. So we're, we're excited to be helping them along the way and introducing them to a, a fun sport. And Chris, for those who may not know, maybe explain how deaf curling, hard of hearing curling is different from what we'd call, I guess, normal curling. Um, it's not a lot different. Um, they basically, in competition, they follow the same rules as a hearing person. Uh, the challenges are really more in communication. It's difficult for them to communicate um, as easily as, as a spoken person because uh, they can't, um, you know, they have to use sign language, which means that they've got to be having sight with the, with the individual's hands in order to to uh, understand what is being asked of them. So it presents some challenges in terms of communicating, particularly on sweeping and things like that, where you, you need that quick response. Um, so, so there are some challenges, but I think the, the, the real benefit of curling for the deaf community is that it is a sport that they can curl in a hearing world and, and feel that they can compete, um, maybe not on a totally even basis, but... Certainly at the, at the club level, they can interact with uh, speaking community and be a part of that community without having to feel that they are uh, missing out on a lot of the, the fun and, and camaraderie that is created in those environments. So Lauren, if someone really wants to uh, take part in this bond spiel, they've got a week to get signed up, I suppose. What's the deadline here? The deadline is going to be next Tuesday or Wednesday and and the clinic, if you just want to come out and learn, you know, I'd say send me an email, email right to the last minute. Uh, we'll probably put the draw out on Wednesday night, Thursday night. But the emphasis on the weekend is a, is a lot of fun. So we've done lots of draws. And if I get a last minute entry, we'll do our very best to get you involved in the weekend. So uh, an email is chamblin at mymts.net. And I will give you a phone number if it's a hearing person wants to enter on behalf of a team is 204-712-5842. And that's Lauren. And we'd love to hear from anybody connected to the hearing, to the deaf or hear hard of hearing community that wants to have a great weekend. Well, Chris and Lauren, I appreciate your time and best of luck at this event next weekend. Thank you. Well, we, yeah, appreciate your time as well. The Power Parlay with Philly and Joe. From Power Mornings, we've uh, we've been pretty cold lately. Well, they've been cold. I've been I've been winning my picks, but they've been wrong on there. So, are we gonna do better this week? So our power parlay was uh, doomed before it started last week because Philly against my best 
advice, pick the Anaheim Ducks, who just stink. Yeah. After they won one game. Oh, they're back. I thought they were going to go on a roll, uh, you know, a, a movie plot where they, like the Mighty Ducks, like storm back and make the play. Nothing mighty about I never thought they were going to, you know, go on any great no. run, but, I mean, everybody's got to win sometime. They had a new, uh, the GM just took over, Bob Murray. I yeah. thought maybe a little two, three-game winning streak was in order, but they let me down. I'm Listen, sorry. the power parlay was the laughing stock of Las Vegas last weekend. I was you were there. there. Caesars Palace, the sports book, could get over that Anaheim pick. What did we take for Joe? We uh, took uh, the, the Jets. Jets. We, we always lost cause... the Senators. Yeah, again. yeah. I would have taken the Jets to, we know. to win. Yeah. So you guys called it for me. Thank you. And then my Orlando Apollos once again won and covered the spread. At San Antonio, a comeback win sealed with a pick six. They, they should do an over <laughs> and under on how many fans are actually in the building or for over under games. how many weeks until they fold. The yeah. Alliance of American Football. Yes. And they already had to have a bailout. I know. They weren't going to make... Now, uh, I guess the Carolina Hurricanes owner basically owns that league now. <laughs> right. If you put in a $250 million investment into a league, I think the league is yours now. You know, we I, we were talking about this on our show earlier this week. Is A lot of people poke fun at the NFL and say, oh, you know, they do this wrong, they do that wrong, and blah, blah, blah. But try being another football league and competing with them. Like, it's not easy. And I think the CFL now deserves a lot more credit. Well, he's been able to sustain. Yes, that's an. Uh, sorry, I can't forget about the CFL. Yeah. And this league obviously could have been a problem for the CFL. We still don't know about the XFL as far as salaries and losing some players. <laughs> so if you weren't worried about, yeah, if you're not worried about the, this league, you weren't definitely worried about no. the XFL. Now, the, the, this league is during the spring. Yes. CFL's the summer. Um, one thing I will say about the AF is that even if they fold, there's a couple innovations that you look at that you might say the the NFL look into, like miking up the replay official. I think that's a great idea. That is cool. But NFL's not about transparency. No. no. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so I I went with Orlando for two weeks in a row. We'll see if I do that again. But we've got the Jets on the road in Vegas where you just were. You just missed them, Joe. Yeah, I did. I decided to go uh, for Louis Riel weekend instead. I've done that Jets trip down there and uh, – it can be. I, I went for both the regular season game last year mm. and the, uh, one of the playoff games. Joe got heckled. Well, it was he intense. Did. The playoff game was intense for a new franchise. He too. was wearing the Jets gear, yeah. and guys were on you, weren't oh, they? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially because uh, just the way it worked out that game, we had uh, scored lost. a goal and it was all good, and then all of a sudden, boom, they scored one quick. It was yeah. A bad place for the Jets in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but it's it's a weird atmosphere because it really is a great building to go watch a game, and they really do have a lot of pomp and circumstance going but they're obviously subliminally coaching the fans like mm. they get them to cheer when the puck leaves the zone mm-hmm. like it's one of those okay. situations so it's kind of weird but I'll tell you what that funk the Jets have been in has to end at some point and if this team is to go any further than what people are thinking right now it has to start tonight in Las, uh, in Las Vegas so I, I'm taking the underdog Winnipeg yeah. Jets I don't know that two days off and and getting kicked in Colorado, kicked in the teeth, and, and, ah, and Maurice uh, just cutting the the post. Uh, yeah, it's been a long show. time since we've seen Jets yeah. and Maurice that despondent after a loss. And and I think Las Vegas tonight, Arizona on Sunday, it has to happen this weekend. So you know what? I'm putting my money. The Jets are paying well on the road tonight. Yeah, imagine they haven't deserved the, the uh, you know, the uh, pro line. They're paying pretty good. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. If we don't see their best effort of the season. Tonight, I'll be stunned. A lot of people 
uh, fans are saying, oh my God, this team's not going to get out of the first round of the playoffs, right? The way it's been going. Plus, we have the trade deadline on Monday, which is going to be interesting. (laughs) And hasn't there been rumors, Christian, that some of our people have been following the Sens in the last couple of nights? So that's interesting. The extra scouts at Sens games, yes. They're doing their due diligence as they do at any kind of trade circumstance, but... They're not going to pay the price it no, would cost for Stone. I don't think so either. I can't see I don't that. Think so. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That's that's what makes it all exciting on yeah. Monday, the trade deadline. Okay, so you got the Jets. Yeah, as usual. I'm going to try to make up for that ridiculous Anaheim pick. I'm going By pro... I'm Anaheim again. No. <laughs> I'm going pro-line. You guys are going to love this. I'm taking the tie. And in, on pro line, all it has to be is tied to the end of regulation. Okay. For you to win that. Same time. on play now. Okay. 60 minutes. Okay. You can take a 60 minute bet. Colorado and Chicago. Both Love these it. teams. That's a tie. That's a tie. That's Good what I'm pick, Philly. They're both playing well. I'm all over it. They're both fighting for playoffs. They could both score a bunch of goals. I'm looking at about a 5 5 tie here. You I'm like just, it? Serious, oh, Joe? I'm telling you, I'm all over it. So far, we're on the same pitch. We might have to play this time. I'm going to play it. Come on, Christian. Am I going to ruin oh. it with another app? Here we go. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you yes or no to your pick. Here we go. Lions of American football pick. Go, go. So, I, I feel like i got to ride Orlando until they let me down. <laughs> yes. You're right. I'm 2-0 and with Orlando so far with the spread. They're favored by 14 and a half at home against Memphis. Oh, God, I hate Memphis. Again, I can't tell you who's on either. <laughs> Joe of hates teams. Memphis. Just Memphis. What a pile of. What's their name? What's their nickname? <laughs> Memphis. Do we know? Let me just. Used oh to be the God. Mad Dogs when they were in the CFL. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. We had the Barracudas. They were the Memphis Express. Oh, oh sure. Against the Orlando Apollos. Okay. Let's go. Let's take Apollo. Let's take the rocket ship hey. off. And that's hey, one. Apollo. Let's do it. So, so sounds so great. I'm a rocket ship reference. <laughs> great reference. Not Rocky. Rocky. Sorry. So That's the Apollos, fine. favored by 14, they must be the powerhouse of the Alliance of American Football, which you can bet on ProLine now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing these lines on Sports Select. So. We have a, I'm telling you, we got to play this ticket. Pull out the wallet right now. I might leave off the uh, American football. No, I alliance. think that's our only yeah, sure okay. thing. Well, yeah. This is the only one that's been winning for us. <laughs> that's true. It's our heavy favorite. <laughs> I've never heard Joe as excited as he was after Philly said, I'm going to pick Colorado and Chicago to tie. Joe's like, yes, make that happen. Light the candle. I was wondering if my mild back discomfort would stop me, but I thought, ah, it's been a couple days. Let's get on the rink. So I went out this morning to Maples. There was a bit of snow and I thought, oh, let's grab my shovel, which is not my car anymore. I do not know where it is. I never use it. I am confused. And then I went to Northwood and the Zamboni had just gotten off the ice. The rink manager came out and said, you want to skate? And I said, yes, please. So we unlocked the building, changed my skates inside, went out and it was great. Did lose a puck because I shot it off the crossbar and over the fence. I've done that probably 10 times this year. Just leave. I leave up. I don't want to go 20 feet in the field. I got enough pucks. It's fine. So that puts me at 62 rinks so far. And when I started this journey, this insane experiment of mine, I thought there were 79 because that's what the website said. 79. I have since learned that's wrong. Of those 79, 73 so far have been accurate. And then there was an additional that they didn't actually have, Park City West. So it's actually out of 74 at the moment. I learned today from Austin Siragusa. I have a map of all the ones I haven't been to yet. That Southdale does not have a rink. On the website, it says yes. Austin said he's 200% sure they do not. Also, hesitation about Transcona East End. 
community center, whether or not they have one. That's where I got my bike at a police auction a couple years ago and paid a couple hundred dollars too much for it. But nonetheless, when you look at the satellite image, I don't see any rink there. And Austin's pretty sure they don't have one. I tried calling them twice today and got no answer. But there's a couple other rinks in that area, so I'll check them out too. There's also some satellite sites for community centers that are basically in parks or near schools that I'm not sure have one either. So I have at most 12 rinks left. It's probably more like 10 or 9. And that's something I can probably finish by next weekend. The weather this weekend, it's going to be warmer tomorrow, but apparently super windy. Cold hasn't stopped me before, though. That doesn't matter. I've gone out when it's minus 30. That doesn't bother me. Ain't nothing going to break a mess stride. It's fine. So my thinking is, and I'll say this now, the plan is for me to go to the Briar to do live shows Monday through Friday in Brandon. And I'm pretty sure winter will still be alive after that. I think so. But I don't want to take the risk that it's, let's say, Friday in Brandon. I'm still there for a couple days, and all of a sudden, everything's melted. And I'd be just, I'm, I, I got to drive back. I got to drive back to Winnipeg so I can skate at Oxford Heights Community Club, guys. I'll be back in seven hours. I don't want to do that. I'd rather go all out this week, get her done, and celebrate my, I want to say, victory? What's my prize other than pride and a few dozen extra Twitter followers out of this? Some admiration. Oh, Christian, you're doing a great thing. I still have, by the way, an enormous bruise on my leg that I totally forgot about because my back hurt. Saw it in the mirror today in the washroom, and I said, oh, would you look at that? That is sizable and purple. I don't even know. That's the thing about bruises, though. After a couple of days, you forget they're there. You touch it and it's fine. But then you look and think, oh, my God. Silly kid. Hit me with the slap shot. That's okay. Born to be alive. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes. Not available on Google Podcasts. Not available anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Yes.